suffering and happiness. So I've always thought that if I was ever to go on mastermind, for those of you old enough to remember that, my specialist subject would be happiness and suffering because I've been obsessed by that topic <clears throat> for at least the last 20 years and actually longer. And when I get obsessed by something, I basically give my whole life to try and understanding it as deeply as I can. And I have been doing that with happiness and suffering for 20 years. And I would like to share with you what I found because I think it's uh, um, hugely clarifying and important to understand happiness and suffering because basically um, there's only really two motivations in life. Everything we do, we either do to gain happiness or to end suffering. From eating when we're hungry to end the suffering of hunger we eat and for the pleasure of eating to drugs, to sex, to watching YouTube, television, social media, hanging out with our friends, making love, you name it. If you, if you really just ask yourself, why do you do things? You'll see it's because you, you think they're either gonna give you the feeling of happiness or they're gonna take away pain and suffering. So it's really that the fundamental motivation of everything we do, or almost everything. <laughs> if you're a spiritual person, then there is another motivation, but we'll come to that later. But for a normal human person, almost everything we do, we do in order to gain happiness or to end suffering. And what I've discovered uh, in my own journey, because obviously <laughs> my obsession was about my own happiness and my own suffering. I, I, I always thought about the world and humanity and other people, but I only really understand my own behavior and my own search for happiness and my own attempts to end suffering at an intimate level. And so I look at my own journey and over the last 20 years, what I've discovered is that the biggest cause of my suffering <laughs> are my attempts to gain happiness. And it's one of the most profound paradoxes of life that we seek happiness in ways that prevent it. And we seek to end suffering in ways that increase it. And that is one of the most important things I would love people to understand is that almost everything you do to gain happiness pushes happiness away from you. And almost everything you do to end suffering increases your suffering. That is the biggest problem with the human race. And once we understand that, then we're on the path to genuinely experiencing happiness and genuinely reducing suffering. Um, so I can say hand on heart that in the last year, particularly the last six months and particularly the last three months, um, my level of suffering is such that I still suffer. I'm not enlightened. I'm not fully awake. But my level of suffering is so low <laughs> that effectively, practically, I don't suffer. And concurrent with that, because basically suffering is the absence of happiness and happiness is the absence of suffering. That's another thing I've realized. And I, I guess most people know that. Um, and because of uh, the, the, the 
the small level of suffering that I have, I'm genuinely happy almost all the time. And so in my own experience, I feel I, I have truth to offer on this subject because I've gone through a journey where I've made mistakes and done it wrong and caused myself suffering and pushed happiness away. And I've done all the things that we all do, but I've actually come out the other side and found what works. And it is all about what actually works. It's not about what you believe. It's not about what anyone else says. It's not about what your parents told you. It's not about what the culture tells you. It's about what works. It's about what's functional. And as I say, it is completely dysfunctional to do what all human beings do until they learn differently, which is to seek happiness in the world, in relationships, in material success, in accomplishment, in even in good works. It's completely dysfunctional because if you seek happiness outside of yourself, you push it away and it's completely dysfunctional to try and reduce your suffering because if you try to reduce your suffering, you increase it. So, this is what works. What works is to recognize that happiness is a choice and suffering is a choice. And that is the thing that is the most impossible thing <laughs> for most of us to get our heads around. We are so conditioned to believe that happiness is the result of certain circumstances or conditions. If I have love, if I have money, if I have accomplishment, if I have status, if I have friends, I'll be happy. That is what we all are brought up and conditioned to believe and we all believe it. If I get rid of this emotional pain, if I get rid of my loneliness, if I get rid of this sense of lack of money, status, um, friendship, love, I will not suffer. That is dysfunctional, untrue and a trap. And so the first step to actually being happy <laughs> and the first step to ending our suffering is to recognise they are choices and they have absolutely nothing to do with anything outside of you. You cannot get happiness and you cannot end suffering by anything that you do or gain or have. You gain happiness by finding yourself, your true self, because your true self is quite literally happiness. Your true self is joy, spirit, soul, love, God. The essence of them is peace, joy, love, happiness. And you end suffering in exactly the same way, by finding the source of love, happiness and peace within. And because suffering is the absence of happiness, when you find the source of happiness, joy, peace, love, you also, by default, 
end your suffering. That is my experience and it is the experience of every master, saint, enlightened person. Every master, saint and enlightened person has said what I'm saying to you now in different words. It is the fundamental spiritual understanding that, as I said in the previous message, we all kind of know, but we just forget on a minute by minute basis. We um, go down the, the lost path of seeking happiness outside of ourselves or seeking to end suffering by being happy. <sighs> now, then the question becomes, OK, I get it, Chris. But how do I find the source of love within? How do I find the source of my true self within? And that is the real question. And that is the question that um, genuine spiritual teachings answer. And every tradition has a genuine spiritual teaching. There isn't only one way to go about it. They all um, have the same way, but they, they present it in different ways uh, and different forms. But it's always the same truth. And to boil that truth down uh, to a nutshell... And I feel that the Christic tradition does it best is the understanding that to find the true self, the simplest, most direct way to do that is to learn and practice unconditional love and acceptance of yourself. But what that means is not unconditional love and self-acceptance of your ego or self-image or who you think you are, because that's just narcissism. <laughs> Loving your ego unconditionally is, is literally the definition of narcissism. I can do no wrong. I'm perfect. Unconditional love and self-acceptance practically means not judging or resisting Anything that arises within your awareness, anything that arises within your being. And on practical terms, that means not judging or resisting or making wrong any thought, emotion, feeling, sensation, memory, perception. And in order to learn how to do that in a practical situation, given that you have to live a life and make a living and relate to your loved ones and family and work colleagues and the world and COVID and the government, given the complexity of life, how do you learn how to love and accept unconditionally everything arises? is that you find a, a genuine spiritual path. You don't actually need a teacher, but you do need a path. You need a teaching that you can understand and practice. And um, I found mine in the form of, first of all, Paul Farini's Christ Mind Tradition, but more importantly, in the Shanti Cristo Foundation, and JM's Way of Mastery series. Um, the Paul Farini sort of 
prepared the ground and cultivated the understandings and the perspectives necessary to then really be able to uh, understand and then practice effectively the teaching of the way of mastery by Jeshua ben Joseph, better known as Jesus Christ, better known as sweet baby Jesus, <laughs> better known as Christ consciousness. And uh, um, I would like to invite all those who hear this message to recognize that unless you have a clear path and guide and teaching, you are not going to be able to learn to love and accept unconditionally every perception and experience that arises in your consciousness. You're not going to be able to do it on your own. Very, 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 very few people have ever done that. Maybe Eckhart Tolle, um, maybe a few, Ramana Maharshi, even uh, Nizagadatta Maharaj had a master. Uh, Sadhguru maybe didn't, but they are vanishingly few, the people that have come to this place without a true teaching and without some kind of guide or master to do it. So if you really genuinely want to achieve inner peace or uh, the, the source of joy and peace and love or happiness, unconditional happiness, and if you really truly want to bring an end to your suffering, I invite you to message me to find out about the Ministry of Mastery, which is the offering I've been giving for three months to about 20 beloved nationals. Uh, and they will tell you uh, what it's like. And if it is what I say it is, um, because ultimately it, it is a choice at the soul level. And if you choose at the soul level to awaken, then you will genuinely do whatever it is, whatever you need to do to heal and awaken, to learn how to love and accept yourself unconditionally. But if you haven't really yet chosen at the soul level to awaken, if you still believe that the world can make you happy or that getting the things you believe you need to end your suffering can end your suffering. If you still believe that, then this message will be meaningless to you. And God bless your beautiful heart if that's the case. Everyone's on their own journey and no one is less than or behind anyone in truth. We're all one. We're all already <laughs> happiness and enlightenment, as I said before. So no problem. However, if you do feel that call, if you genuinely are in these groups because you genuinely want to awaken, bring an end to suffering and experience ongoing, everlasting happiness. If you genuinely want that, I invite you to message me and check out the Ministry of Mastery because it is a genuine path, not the only one, but it's a genuine path 
to support you, inspire you and empower you to find the source of love within and experience ongoing unconditional happiness and the end of suffering. And I would love, <laughs> love to help you do that. The main reason I would love to help you do that is because I love you and because I too see what's happening in the world and I understand very clearly that the only way to create the more beautiful world our hearts know is possible is by as many of us as possible finding the source of peace, joy and love within and then bringing that peace, joy and love to the world. That is what the world needs. It needs the peace, joy, love and happiness, the absence of suffering that we really are. So that is what really calls me. I serve the atonement, the at-one-ment, the remembrance of the Christ mind, the remembrance of our oneness. So everything I do is to um, help my brothers and sisters remember themselves as one with the one. And that's why I do the Ministry of Mastery. And um, that is what I'm offering. That is what I'm inviting you to. So I look forward to hearing from you soon. Lots of love. God bless.